Welcome to Jurassic Pod. It's your boy Ja. It's your boy Abby. Glad we're having a good week. NBA has been a litty. Um, <clears throat> you want me to start up with the Eastern Conference standings and watch your conference standings? Yes, sir. It's better if you do it. It's better if you do it. Every time I try to do it, it gets my trap again. It's all good. Um, so the Eastern Conference, in the first seat is Celtics with 32 and 12. Brooklyn Nets second seed with 27 and 14. We've got Milwaukee in the third seed with 27 and 16. In the fourth seed, you got 76ers of 26 and 16. In the fifth spot, you have Cleveland Cavaliers with 27 and 17. In the sixth seed, you got New York Knicks with 24 and 19. Um, seventh seed, you got Miami Heat with 24 and 20. Eighth spot, Indiana Pacers, 23-21. Ninth spot, you got Atlanta Hawks, 21-22. and 22. Um, In the tenth spot, you got Chicago Bulls with 19-24. and 24. Eleventh spot, sadly, our hometown, Toronto Raptors, 19-24. and 24. Um, Twelfth seed, you got Washington Wizards, 18-25. 13 seed, you got Orlando Magic, 16 and 27. Uh, 14 seed, you got Detroit Pistons, got 12 and 34. Oh, man. And then the last seed, 15th seed, is Charlotte Hornets with 11 and 33. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Like, like the Charlotte Hornets to me is a, is a rough story because uh, LaMelo is actually bothering. He's actually, I didn't mean to do it like that, but he's actually like playing ball, like nice. Like he's got a great range. Um, I don't like. Let me one second. Like, yeah, continue going with the signings. I'm gonna say something about him after. He's sick. He's sick. Um, in the Western Conference, first seed, you got Nuggets at 29 and 13, and then the second spot we have Memphis Grizzlies with 29 and 13 as well. Um, third seed, you got Pelicans, 26 and 17. Uh, fourth spot is Sacramento Kings with 23 and 18. Fifth seed, you got Dallas Mavericks, 24 and 20. Sixth seed is Warriors with 21 and 20. Seventh seed is Timberwolves with 22 and 22. Eight seed is the Clippers with 22 and 22. Utah Jazz sitting at the ninth spots with 22 and 24. Phoenix Suns, 10 seed at 21 and 23. Portland Trailblazers, 11 seed at 20 and 22. OKC Thunder at the 12th spot with 20 and 23. Lakers in the 13th seat at 19 and 23. Spurs at 14th spot with 13 and 30. And in the last spot, 15th is Houston Rockets at 10 and 32. Yeah. <laughs> that Houston record is like, whoa. But, um, 
Now, what I was gonna say is, uh, with Lamelo, like I was like just looking at his averages right now. He's averaging um, twenty three points, um, like eight eight point five assists, which like only a few players right now are averaging like uh, like about like not a few, but this. There's only a couple of players uh, averaging above 10 points. I think Luca was one of them. And then for him to be averaging what he's averaging, I feel bad for him, man. He's, he's shooting like probably the most out of most players with uh, three like three points made and shit like that. It's, he's such a great player. And like watching what's going on with him in Charlotte right now, it's kind of sad to watch. Like he was the only one. The Raptors were playing them this year because we uh, not this year, sorry, this season. Uh, we played them twice last week, this week, sorry. And, um, it was just hard to watch because I'm just like, oh, this guy. Like, if he had a solid team, he would have got like that. Would like it would have been fool for him. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just you know, I'm I'm interested to watch his career going forward and shit like that. I haven't really had a, like too many chances to watch it because I'm not looking for Charlie games like that or whatever. But like watching him play the way he's playing, I was like, oh, this guy's nice. Yeah, he's a fun he's player to watch. Nice. He's a really fun player to watch. Like, out of, out of all the NBA players, I'd say like he's probably top like. I'd say probably top five most entertaining to watch right now in the NBA. A lot of dope. Oh, that was mad entertaining. Mad ballsy, man. Like the fuck, the like the shots that he takes are like. If it was like if we were playing two K, I'd, I'd be looking at like the play, a person playing me with disrespect. Like you know what I mean? It's like I don't, why the fuck would you take that? He he takes that shit and it coughs. Like you would hear the sound. Like so that's a shot he makes. You know what I mean? So it's just you know he's gonna be somebody to watch going forward if um. If he leaves Charlotte, or even if Charlotte gets better, I think got a better roster. But um, yeah, no, I just want to give a special shout out to like Lamelo because like he actually, he was like actually nice to watch, like play. But um, yeah, we you wanna you wanna talk about the All Star shit like uh, basketball. All Star standings. Yeah, no, there's just a one two that kind of stuck out to me a little bit that was like interesting when it came to voting. Um. <laughs> Kyrie Irving right now um, for guards. Oh, so the Eastern Conference guards uh, in the East right now, number one. And I'm gonna. You guys might laugh at me how like I'm not used to saying these numbers and shit like that like this. So just uh, bear with me. But um, Kyrie Irving at number one with three million twenty four thousand eight hundred thirty three. Uh, number two is Donovan Mitchell um, of the Cleveland Cavaliers with two million seven hundred twenty five thousand five hundred fifty eight. At three is James Harden from uh or like uh, who plays for Philly, Philadelphia 76ers, uh with one million five hundred and seventy one thousand and thirty nine. Uh, at four is Jalen Brown from the Boston Celtics, um, with one million five hundred twelve thousand three hundred and thirty two. Uh, five is Trey Young uh, with uh, of the Atlanta Hawks with one million one hundred twenty three thousand three hundred forty five. At six, DeMar DeRozan of the Chicago Bulls with 835,117. At seven is LaMelo Ball, the Charlotte Hornets with 445,696. Um, at eight is Tyrese Halliburton of the Indiana Pacers uh, with 428,113. Uh, Derrick Rose is at nine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to Yo. Like, when I was reading it to myself, uh, like earlier, like when I was on the phone with you, I was trying to hold in my laughter or whatever. It just made me smile, to, to be honest. But, like, yeah, Derek DeRose of the New York Knicks at uh, nine, uh, with uh, 298,100. And 
I signed Darius Garland of the Cleveland Cavaliers with 226,517. Now, okay, that I'm just seeing. Yeah, the Western Conference guards is Steph Curry at the Golden State Warriors with 3,901,808. At two is Luka Doncic of um, the Dallas Mavericks with 3,649,647. At three is John Moran of, of the Memphis Grizzlies with 1,397,102. Um, and 102, sorry. Um, at four is Shai Gilligas uh, Alexander. Alexander. Oh, that name is always, the Gilligas part is always like, fucks me up. But the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder with 1,338,764. At five is Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. Um, he's got 800,036 and 963 votes. I am not fucking up. I, I got too self conscious about the numbers. Uh, at six, Russell Westbrook of the Los Angeles Lakers with 689,025. Damian Lillard at seven with 480,259. Um, at eight, Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns, which really surprised me, only has 306,948. Um, nine, Austin Reeves of the Los Angeles Lakers. Austin Reeves of the Los Angeles Lakers has 259,291 and De'Aaron Fox is behind Austin Reeves with uh of the Sacramento Kings um 200 what yeah 221,068 I don't know like it was you know Austin Reeves was just throwing me off but like the nine spot for the guys from both sides off, but not Derrick Rose no Derrick Rose threw me the fuck off but I was <laughs> but that's like how much like play, like people love uh, Derrick Rose, like you know. What I, I, mean? love, I love Derrick Rose just as much as the next guy, but like, <laughs> but when I see Austin Reeves up there too, I'm just the average is under six points a game, which is actually it hurts my heart to even say that, but like that is insane. Yeah, but I love. Uh, listen, this is gonna be my favorite one to say right now. The front court of the of the East is number one Kevin Durant of the Brooklyn Nets, four million five hundred nine thousand two hundred thirty eight. Oh, number two, Giannis Antetokounmpo with the Milwaukee Bucks, four million four hundred sixty-seven thousand, um, and three hundred six. So he's not too far behind. Um, at three, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics, three million two hundred eighty-one thousand one hundred twenty-four. Uh, Joe Joel Embiid of the uh, Philadelphia Seventy Sixers is at four. With three million two hundred forty-eight thousand seven hundred thirty-three, uh, at five is Jimmy Butler of the the Miami Heat with six hundred, sorry, six hundred eighty-eight thousand nine hundred ninety-three. Uh, at six, you know, uh, at you know, Toronto the Toronto Raptors, Pascal Siakam, uh, five hundred ten thousand one hundred ninety-two. Uh, at seven, Kyle Kuzma of the Washington Wizards with three hundred fifty-eight thousand nine hundred twelve. At eight, Paolo Banchero. Banchero, whatever. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know where the accent came from. Uh, of the Orlando Magic, three hundred forty-one thousand three hundred ninety. At nine, Nick Claxton, the the Brooklyn Nets, two hundred fifty-five thousand. Huh? Two Brooklyn Nets players. Actually, that's three considering uh, Kyrie. 
And uh, your favorite, at uh, number 10, Julius Randle, the New York Knicks, hey. 212,799. Hey. So he is not getting voted in. But it is, um, yeah. Yeah. If he makes it in, he's, it's going to be by the coaches and shit. It's definitely not, not going to be the fans. Is less votes than Derrick Rose? Yep. Oh, For good, wow. For good reason. Okay. For good reason. Oh, he actually does. Holy shit. By like 70,000. <laughs> yeah. The fans know it too, man. Do this anyway, shit. But yeah. That is what's going on with the all-star voting and shit like that. Um, not too much, uh, not too many surprises. You know what I mean? Considering the season that some of these players are having, uh, there might be some players who make it in to the starting lineup because of injuries. But until like the whole rosters are set, it's just kind of what it's looking like right now. But there's still time yeah. for the all-star game. Yeah. Did you get to mention the front court for Western? Hmm? Did you mention the front court for Western Conference for the voting? Oh, shit, I didn't. Oh, my God. This is actually way longer than I thought it was going to be. All right, so the front, my bad, my bad, my bad. So the front court for the Western Conference is at number one, LeBron James. Oh, shit. At, uh, LeBron James at number one of the Los Angeles Lakers with 4,825,229. At number two is Nikola Jokic uh, of the Denver Nuggets with 3,441,893. At three is Anthony Davis of the Los Angeles Lakers with 2 million. 950,000 uh, five, and 563. Uh, at four is Zion Williamson of the New Orleans Pelicans with 2,856,121. At five is Andrew Wiggins nice. um, of the Golden State Warriors with 1,613,100. At six is Paul George of the Los Angeles Clippers with 1,290,252. At seven, Laurie Markinen, uh, I thought I was going to push you that, Utah, of the Utah Jazz, uh, with 845,663 votes. Um, eight? Draymond Green? Of the Golden State, I didn't even see this. Of the Golden State Warriors, 662,742. Really? At number nine, Kevin Looney of the Golden State Warriors. Wow, the Warriors fan base is beast. Um, Kevin Looney with 435,701. And at 10 is Kawhi Leonard of the Los Angeles Clippers uh, with 422,597. Draymond Green and Kevin Looney are beating Ka Kawhi Leonard right now. Yo, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't, have, I don't know what I have to say to that, bro. <laughs> yeah. I wish I didn't read that out. You still there? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm I, I don't even know what to say. I, I don't. Golden State Warriors has the most voted All Star player. Like they have the most like voted um players like, out of all the teams because they have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Kevon Looney. Yeah, a lot of few guys in that. I don't make no doubt. That's four players on one team. I don't. I don't know if I've seen that much voting on the same team in a while. For a team that, listen, like they're they're at the bottom, but like 
I'm just I'm just surprised Kawhi hasn't gotten and he, he just came back, so I kind of get it. But at the same time, you have Derrick Rose, um, you have Austin Reeves getting votes, you have Julius Randle for that matter getting votes and shit like that. So, so you would you would think these guys? Julius Randle's not a monster, but New York is a very deep population. He was so. in the All Star last year and the year before that, so it's not surprising. But those are the names that are like, what the hell? Well, I don't have too much to say about that outside of what I just said. Like, there's not much more. Like, the guys who are going to make it through the... Because it's like, they got to pay five stars, right? So, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to look like they're snubbed, but I'm sure the coaches will fix what what's uh, missing. And then we will... It's going to be a snubbed all-star this year. I already feel it coming. The coaches usually do a good job of, like... Uh, Coaches in the media were doing a good job of like picking the right players uh, for the reserves, but you know we've seen mistakes happen before. I am uh, I'm hoping they choose wisely this year because there's a lot of players who deserve to be in the All Star game over like big names. So I hope like they make decisions the right way. They really just want to see the fun players. That's all it is. The fans, the fans get their chance to do that shit. You just gotta vote. But, like, when it comes to, like, players who actually deserve that spot, like, you know what I mean, who've, like, done the job throughout the season, because we're not talking about playoffs, we're not talking about this, we're talking about that. We're talking about what's been done in the season up until this point. So those players should be rewarded. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're, you know. I don't want to hear no shit from, like, Damian Lillard this year. He don't make it and shit like that either, you know. Clearly, didn't say anything. Sorry, <laughs> but um, pardon? No, I didn't want to respond to that. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to respond to it on the show, but like in person, you're gonna like no, sorry on the phone, you're gonna argue with me for forty minutes about this guy's bullshit. But... Well, you think he's? You don't think he's an all star this year? You think he's an all star? What do you think? And I'll start still putting up like incredible numbers, so yeah, I'm still gonna say he's an author. He hasn't fell off, so all right, all right. I'm not, I'm not raising my blood pressure with this argument. He's like, so well, how do you think? Um, how do you think all star, uh. Like, okay, we had this conversation about MVP shit or whatever, but, like, with All-Star games and shit like that, who do you think should be in the All-Star game? People who get the numbers, regardless of the team's record, or, like, your your record should determine whether you should even get a spot? I feel like it's, like, kind of a mixture of both. Like, if you're a team, if you're, like, putting up numbers and helping your team win, then, yeah. But there's some people that have been, just been in injuries, that haven't been there to help their team win, so that's where it becomes a little bit, a little bit of an issue. Like if you if you get voted in, like it doesn't even matter, right? Like it's so, like if that's like one thing, but I'm talking about like the reserves, like when the coaches and the media and whoever else is involved with that voting process, when they're making those decisions, do you think, like, do you think your record 
should determine whether, like, you know, whether you get the chance to be in the play, uh, in the in the All Star game. Like, because if you're a bottom of the barrel team, but you have like, think about guys like Lamelo, right? Like Lamelo is in. I th I think they were like the Charlotte Hornets are like the worst team in the East right now, but he's probably one of the best uh, guards in the East. Yeah. Right? Like, do you think a guy like that should be in the All Star game? I think he's deserving of it, yeah. Even though his team is doing really, like, actually straight hot, like, hot dog water, I, I definitely still think he's deserving. Because I, I know I know what he can, I know what type of numbers he can put up, and then playing with, like, super big names is, he's gonna, he's gonna shine. Guaranteed. And he, he did, like, he did really good in his uh, all-star appearance, his last all-star appearance, though. So. It's a fun player to watch. It just makes sense if he's there. Like, I don't know. Like, to me personally, like, the All-Star game isn't... It's not like the MVP or this or that, yada, yada. But it is where you showcase the best players in the NBA, right? So, like... It's fun to watch those guys. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a, For me, it's, like, weird. It's, a, it's tough. Because, like, do you reward players who have... I don't know. For me personally, I would want to see Lamelo Ball in the All Star game, but at the same time, like not if you're like at the bottom of the list uh, when it comes to like your your team. Wow, okay, like, I, I'm not like, for example, um, Demar Derozan. Like he's in the 10 seed with Chicago Bulls, and they're way past Charlotte Hornets. But like, it's is he like the better player to watch over the Lamelo Ball? Not even in in any fucking Rick and Morty galaxy. Um, Demar Derozan, like they're doing better in in the in the, in the like the actual like league than Charlotte Hornets, but is he a month like a more entertaining person to watch in the middle now? That's where it kind of like you know it even though. So yeah, you're. Yeah, it depends what you want to watch. I'm like when I'm watching, I don't know. I like. I don't know, like, like, uh, like, uh, entertaining, entertaining is subjective because, like, there's players that, like, I like, you know, that I don't really care to watch and shit like that, but other players will like rave about like how they, like, I'm, I'm not a big, like, I don't, I don't watch Denver games to watch Nikola Jokic play. You know what I mean? But like, he's won the MVP uh, like twice in a row. Like, people love his game, this and that, yada yada. When it comes to centers, that's not really the game that I like to watch. It's like Joel Embiid is like the type of center that I like to watch if I'm watching a center and shit like that. So I'm more entertained by Joel Embiid than I am Jokic. Like, my point with that is like with DeMar DeRozan, his game is actually the, like him and like LaMelo, not necessarily on. Like, LaMelo is like a. I don't know. Like, there's pretty and there's beautiful, right? Like, LaMelo has a pretty game. But the Martin Rose game is beautiful. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like it's like the best way I can explain it. There's like it's like they're it's they're right there with each other when it comes to just like it's just what you want. What do you want? Like you know what I mean? Like it's and I, it's the best way he's I can the, explain it. There's not he's a better like DeRozan is the better player. It's just he doesn't like play as good as like like I yeah just like fancy like he doesn't have that type of sauce like Lamelo Ball does. He gets, it, he, gets, he gets it done, though. Like, DeMar DeRozan gets yeah, it he, done. 110%, he gets it done. It's just he doesn't have that sauce in his game, unfortunately. And he's been in the league for a fucking long time, which I expect him to have it, which is fine. Whatever, you still get it done, but you just don't have that sauce. And some of those players have the sauce. Some of them, you know, they're good, but they just don't have that sauce. You know, he's just that guy.
like but a like sandwich. I feel like those two players are a weird comparison, but like I get like yeah. they're, they're, they're. I don't know. Like I like I, I you know I'd vouch for both of those players to make it if you know it was up to me and shit like that. But at the same time, it's like like is there any like when it comes to one through eight gets priority? Like for me personally, I would like look from one to eight to the, for priority of like you know like who gets to make it into the playoffs like that. But then once you start looking down on the list, the close like if the records are close. Then like seeing a guy like Demar Derozan in the in the All Star game wouldn't be like much of a shocker to me. I like seeing seeing a guy like oh, I don't have the standings in front of me right. Find the stand. Yeah, yeah, you know what you're gonna get with Demar. You know what you're gonna get. Like, a guy like Kyle Kuzma. A guy like Kyle Kuzma this year. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's been like doing incredible work for the Wizards. Like he's like not keeping them afloat, but like you know what I mean. Like they would be a way worse team right now without Kyle Kuzma playing the way he's been playing. Like. Even the New York Knicks, like, I don't really like Julius Randle, but, like, your argument for him saying how he's this and that, yada, yada. Like, but he, he gets, yeah. he would get yeah, priority yeah. to me. He would get priority to me before DeMar DeRozan or even, like, who we're, like, hypothetically talking about making it, like, LaMelo Ball. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, Pascal Siakam, like, he's, like, if he, I don't think he's going to get voted in. But are, do you think that people are going to pass on Pascal? Pascal Siakam does not have like a better looking game than most of these players that so that yada yada, but he has the numbers. He has the numbers. He has the numbers for it. He could score. So. You know what I mean? So it's like, how do you, how are you going to determine this shit? Yeah. Like, this is like, that. like for me, like this year's All-Star game, like who gets voted in and who gets voted in by the coaches is probably going to be the most interesting thing to like look at. Once it's finished, like it was, I got, I have most of the All Star games we've seen in a long time. Cause like, uh, like the, especially in the West, like what it's looking like now is not how the season's gonna end. Like it's probably gonna be a few surprises in there, and then even with the East, it might be the same thing. So like when you're determining the All Stars and stuff like that, I don't, I wonder what they're taking into consideration. To be honest, in Utah too. <laughs> Utah, Salt Lake City. Yeah. Um, have you? Uh, start. What was it? Jordan Clarkson playing pretty nice, but Lori Lori Markinen he got voted in, but it's not like he has a lot of votes. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's, yeah, only eight hundred forty-five thousand, but he's he's balling too. But realistically, they like he's gonna he's gonna make it. He's gonna be like, oh. like to me, like it's gonna be interesting in the West to see who they add in there because like a guy like LeBron is gonna get voted in. Anthony Davis might, depending on how the voting goes, might make it into the starting lineup. But yeah. I think Anthony Davis is injured right now, so like he probably he even if he got voted in, he's not playing. So then you go; those are forwards. But like like bringing up like Damian Lillard again, the only reason I'm bringing him up is because. Like OKC, Shy Gilgis Alexander has been playing fucking amazing. Like his numbers are fucking insane. So like if he doesn't make it into the starting lineup, which like looking at like when I was looking at the voting, I don't think might be the thing. But uh, he's at the 12th spot right now. Like part of the 11th spot. Like if Shy made it over Damian Lillard, like would you? Would that raise an eyebrow for you? Oh, he's playing amazing this this season, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be that like angry about it. You know what I mean? Because there's only so many guard spots and shit like that, right? So it's like I don't know. I'm trying to see like who might get snubbed and who might like you know who might be surprised by. 
Like four is just like no, we're not gonna see Kawhi in the All Star game this year, most likely. Uh, I, like, I think Louis Markkinen's gonna make it, just because it's his like you know like it's his hometown. You're, you're like you're, you play for Utah, so I wouldn't be surprised that like yeah you know like he made it to All Star like at least reserves worst case scenario. Yeah. Just because you're playing on his turf, I, I, I would like. To- I feel like he's gonna end up making it. A guy who I want to see in the All Star game is like De'Aaron Fox. He's deserving of it, but it's it's up to the people to vote. No, it's not, I'm not talking about. I don't think with voting he's gonna make it in, but like with the reserve spots, like I hope they have a spot for him because like they're number four in the West right now. Like he's actually been balling his fucking ass off this year, and it's resulting in wins too. So like it's you know him and Sabonis respectively, but. Like me, for me specifically, is the Aaron Fox. Like I was very surprised. Like you know, like watching them in preseason and stuff, I was actually excited to see what they would do this year. So seeing them at the fourth spot right now, I was just like, okay, yeah, no. Like I was right for what I saw, and like, I, and on top of that, like they, they have, but they have so their two games about Dallas, and Dallas has been buying their fucking asses off too as of late. So, I think just hey, Lucas. Uh, Lucas been playing pretty scary. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm hoping to see some of the guys that I would like to see in there who, like, deserve it over, like, you know, the guys who are, like, you know, pretty much padding the stats on shit teams. So, yeah, that's about it. You want to move on to the Raptors? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, um, we had our first three-game uh, three uh, three win, three win streak. Like uh, at the end of last week, in the beginning of this week, um, and uh, you know, it's the they were no longer a part of the what is it? It was Detroit, the Magic, and us, and now we're no longer a part of that pack, which is nice. So, like teams that haven't won three games in a row, but we lost it against um, the Hawks yesterday. So it's you know, we we went right back to the same fucking habits. Like I like I don't like it's like saying the same shit over and over again has been a little bit like you know it's getting a little redundant at this point, but I, I don't know I don't I like the Raptors give me so much hope one day and then like the, like you know like literally like we couldn't hold it together for the fourth one like the Hawks like the Hawks are a team we can beat you know what I mean like they're not that much of a threat Clint Capella is also like you know. The, like our weakest spot, which is the center position right now, we didn't have like you know, wasn't being exposed, and we still lost. So I, you know, I really don't know about this team right now, man. No, no, where you at with the Raptors? <laughs> Honestly, man, like eleven seed for Raptors right now is not the greatest spot for them to be in. Is is really not? But like, it's still early. Like it's still like you know, like they still have a chance to fight their way, but. Going forward into the new year, they really actually have to be consistent with their with like the winning streaks like you were talking about earlier. They have to be mad consistent with winning streaks to at least bump themselves like in a good eighth, seventh, worst worst case scenario play in. But like, yeah, like an eight, seventh, like seven seed, hopefully, and that's if they stay consistent and healthy. With Fred Raffi playing. Scotty Barnes playing OG, everybody playing good together. Yeah, we can we can have impact at least go seventh. I can see it. 
and just the consistency is their biggest like I, I guess like yeah their biggest challenge this this in 2023 to get to the seventh spot they would they would definitely have to string together way more than three games in a row or at least multiple three games in a row and i like they could only do it once this season so far we're halfway through the season yeah they're gonna have to get one of those like five game winning streaks and just like play consistent like good team ball like Fred's like passing the ball around movements going around you got scotty like you know like playing good defense good offense gary trent jr like you know making basket like making his threes Pascal Siakam, like, facilitating in the paints, making whatever type of baskets he needs to make, mid-range. Um, now we have Preston Chua back. He's playing good. All, all these other players that are role players, they actually have to bring their game up. Some of them have been gone for a little bit, and like, they have to really step up to, to like, help get those Ws. For us to actually like make that seven seed or at least play in type shit. That doesn't if they don't make that work or Nick Nurse doesn't like help like, you know, like figure out a proper starting roster and just know who to give proper minutes to, we're not we're not gonna be able to make it. Not at not at the eleventh spot, like going into twenty twenty three. Cause playoffs comes mad quick, so like he's just making his own job harder like it, it could be so much simpler for the raptors or whatever like if you would just make like certain adjustments or like oh like you know what i mean just defensively like there's easier ways to do this <laughs> you know what I, mean? I just don't want to be the guy saying oh, i just want to see it happen you know what i mean like i just i don't know man like i've said so much during like the morning after episodes like i don't want to like you know like keep being like saying like being the same message okay? The weekly wrap up shit, but this is <laughs> like I'm, I've watched what was it like the 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 Los Angeles Lakers just like picked up Demarcus Cousins, right? Like, and they're they're I think they're they're gonna pick him up for a year or whatever. Really? Yeah, bro. Like, listen, these players have been available. You know what I mean? Like, there's players in free agency. Like, Ricky Rubio just got picked up by the Cleveland Cavaliers and shit like that. Like, there's players available in free agency right now that can help fill up this fucking roster. Or, like, you know, at least round it out the right way. Um, the, we, we've got a new addition. I forgot his fucking name. One second. Let me go check. Let me go check. And guess what position he plays, by the way? Center? No. Point guard. Got a forward. Uh, what is it? I can't even pronounce this. Wise camp? Like, I just... Uh, now, I, I am, like, losing, like, losing so much fucking patience with this fucking, um... With this fucking roster, bro. Because it's not even the player's fault, man. Like, they're not out here, like, yo, like, the team. Like, they can't do that shit. This is Masai's job. You know what I mean? So, it's, like, it, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I don't know what the hell he's seeing where he thought, like, getting another forward was gonna be a solution. We need more help, yeah, but, like... In one specific position. And like with the like I don't know, we just have so many forwards on this fucking team already. 
Like, you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't understand the play here. Well, who's that guy's name again? Weisskamp? Like, uh, W-E-I-S-K-A-M-P. He played on, um, San Antonio? I guess I, I didn't, I didn't do his background. Like, once I saw him, bro, I just lost all interest in even, like, trying to figure out who the fuck that guy was. I'm just, I'm so, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've, I've lost my patience with, like, uh, the front, the front office right now. Because I don't know if this is, like, what Nick Nurse is requesting or what he has to work with. Right? So that's why I'm not even, like, attacking Nick Nurse too much or whatever I'll like about most of this shit. But it's, like, the, the front office has to make the overall decision, right? Like, even if the coach is asking for this or that or whatever, they should look at the roster themselves and be like, ah, actually, I'm going to give you this, but, like, there's no excuse on our part. Like, you know what I mean? But they're not doing that shit. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm just tired. Like, I'm just tired of the Raptors, like, playing the way they're fucking playing. Like, three games in a row was great, but two of them were against Charlotte. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, we're supposed to be Charlotte. We're supposed yeah, to man. be Charlotte the way we beat Charlotte. And honestly, and honestly, we played our best basketball against Charlotte. Like, we did all the right things. Like, they knew they can't lose to this team. And they played the right way. Then we play the fucking Hawks and we go right back to our bullshit. Yeah, they have to have a, that type that that type of mentality with every team they're playing. Like, yo, we but, can't lose to this team. I wish. Like, honestly, they can't afford to lose too many games going forward because, yeah. like, where they're at right now in the East, like, they're not like they're not like what like you were saying. They're like maybe three or four games behind like the seven to six spot, right? So they're 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 still within striking distance. But it's hey, man, like you lose three in a row going forward. Now you're like you know. There's going to be a little bit of separation between a few of those spots. You lose, like, you know, you, you win on two games here, lose a four game, you know, like sporadic. It's just, it can get bad really fast going forward. Like, they don't have a lot of room to fuck around right now. Where if they at least created a cushion earlier in the season, they'd be fine. You know what I yeah. mean? But they just, they just went away from things that were, like, you know, getting them the wins. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. And they're still fixing, like, giant ass fucking they, they still haven't fixed like certain giant ass uh, holes in their roster and i mean auto port losing auto porter jr i'm sure was not like a part of the plan but like hey man like injuries happen for fucking everybody fix up get somebody that's not what happened they got another fucking forward i don't know bro i don't know were they trying to do that to replace him or bro they just i, I don't know bro they just I just saw I it think, randomly on Twitter one day. I was just I'm pretty sure Arnold Porter Jr. is a small forward, but that's not the smartest thing to do. No, he um no, we didn't he we got him earlier in the season. He's just injured right now. He's out for the season. They ruled him out for the season. Oh, I know I know Arnold Porter Jr. is out for the season, but I'm saying like did they pick up Wiseman because he is a small forward and Arnold Porter Jr. is a small forward as well. So they do that to replace him or like if it is, I would have definitely picked a different position to replace them with right now. Like, we're, I don't think that's where we're hurting right now when it comes to just, like, our play. Like, I think Siakam, Scotty Barnes, uh, Precious, um, OG, like, uh, we're good. We're deep. Like, we're good in that spot. But here, the thing about, like, uh, Nick Nurse, he likes to play three of them niggas at once. Like, we have Thaddeus Young on top of that, too. So I really don't understand what the fuck is going on. It's not working, but we're still doing. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. When when Coloco gets on the floor, 
like like uh like uh, I'm gonna uh, like I talk to you. I talk about it on the morning after or whatever. But once Coloco gets on the floor, all of a sudden, you know, the offense opens up a little bit. Like, you know what I mean? It actually makes a fucking difference. So, like, when you see that, why not get another center, who, you know, a veteran center who knows how to play that position, who can stretch the floor, like, you know, maybe you're DeMarcus Cousins. Like, why was that not a fucking option? Or, like, looking at somebody like that. Like, who doesn't even have to stretch the floor to the three-point? Like, Dwight Howard is somewhere out there doing some fucking YouTube videos right now. Why don't you grab that nigga? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's dudes out there right now who are like, you know, if you ask them to, you know, pick up a contract, they would. They would not a heartbeat. A vet contract? And a heartbeat. Oh, I'm just saying, man. Like, there's, there's players out there who can fill that like, fill that spot. Like, and it's just, it's not happening. I'll take a Carmelo Anthony any day right now. Man. Like, here's the thing. I'm not even like, bro, I don't even, we don't need a Carmelo Anthony right now. My mind you, I would love to see him on the roster, but like, we just, like, another small forward. No, but I get rid of someone for him, though. He's a free agent. You don't have to drop anybody. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, well, I don't know about not. I think the roster's probably full at this moment. Cool. Cool. There's another spot. I don't know. I don't know. The Raptors just fucking, holy shit. Malachi Flynn's out here flinging fucking, you know, shots, like, at the worst times, too. Like, it's just... Like, we have players on our team that we give so much trust to. <laughs> and, like, players that we need to have trust in, we're not doing shit with. That's, that scares me, because it's like... God forbid, man, knock on wood. But if Freddy was gone for, like, a season-ending career for the rest of the year... Don't, don't, yeah, knock on wood for sure. I, I, did, I, did, I did. It's like, bro, now we're going to be dependent on the second option point guard, which would, would technically speaking, be him. And now I'd be shaking. Shaking it. I'm putting Scotty at the one and calling it a fucking day. You better play three fours that day, bro. I, 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 I would, I would. I'd rather do that, but it's like, that's not what's going to happen. <laughs> Oh, you're right, because that's not what's been happening every time he was out. So yeah, yeah, man. Listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Nick Nurse. I'm not Masai, but like, folks, I don't know what the fuck is running through their heads right I'd, now. I'd, I'd rather put Gary Trent Jr. as a point guard than have him. I dead ass. Listen, like a lot of like very sensible decisions have not been made when it comes to like certain things, and like we oh, suffered for it. But. Nick, you know, stubbornness. I don't know if this is stubbornness. Like, you know, just stick to the game plan. And, you know, once it starts working, it'll work. Like, I don't know what the fuck is being said to these guys. Yeah, for them I want to be in the I'm going to be in their locker rooms just to hear what this guy is saying. Because, yo, you there needs to be yeah. a players. There needs to be a players meeting where they're like honest with themselves and shit. And be like, yo, we need this and this to work out this way. And then go to coach with that shit. Because, like, this is not working. It was it, it can like I was saying is it can work against like teams like Charlotte, but it's not gonna win us games. Like certain things that we do during the game will not win us games against better teams and stuff like that. And Atlanta is not even the team that I was talking about. You know what I mean? That's why I'm like when it started like just Atlanta like afforded us no mistakes because they made no mistakes. They, they barely made any mistakes. Yeah, they're not a bad team though. They're not a bad team. They're not. No, I agree. They're not a bad team at all. But like it's just like. They we can beat these guys, especially without Clint Capella. Like you know what I mean? Like without like a guy who's gonna like 
he's gonna fucking eat the like you know eat all them fucking rebounds like left and right and that wasn't even the problem tonight or sorry saturday saturday night by the way guys like when, when it comes to the standings we are recording right now it is currently 301 a.m so just just a heads up when we did the standings and all that shit we were doing this like before any of the sunday games so they'll they'll probably a one two of them have changed by now but Probably has, yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Like anything else you saw this uh, this week? One thing that I did see that was nasty. Um, shout out to literally one of my favorite players in the NBA, John Morant, with a dunk of the year. That was insane. I think I saw what you're talking about. It was in the highlights for the top ten or whatever. Like, yeah, he looks like. Every time he rises, bro, like he's he's missed a lot of dunks this and that yada yada. But like once he gets them, man, you're like, holy fuck! It was versus Indiana. This guy had a yeah, yeah. nasty like dunk. that was definitely dunk of the year. Yeah, he he was even like after he dunked, he was even like he had like a face of confusion. Like, yo, I really just did that on about my quality. Like, ugh. Where he takes off from and how high he gets, I I don't think I've seen like to me personally. I think like Russell was a guy like. This, like, uh, like the last time we've seen some some shit like this, I think, I don't know, I, I haven't seen too much of Zion. I was like, you know, but like he he gets up there too. But like it's just, I don't know. He reminds me so much of Russell, but like he's got a little bit more of a, he's got a bit of a different game. Like it's, John, he's listening. This thing is actually going to be special. Like going forward, I feel like that. Like we had a argument that involved him a little bit earlier before the show. But I wanted to work on a shot bad. He's like three or four years in. Like that, that'll come. Like when it needs to. Like his athleticism right now is carrying so much of his offense, and rightfully so. Like you know what I mean. So I, I want him to work on that so bad because these players have to understand. Like you know, in this league, you it, it it takes more than just having all this. Like you need that in this game now with man's like Steph Curry. You need that three point shot, and I really want him to go. But he he is still young. Yeah, but like. I don't want him to be like a Giannis, where it's like, you're still amazing, but you've been in the league for how many years? You still can't shoot threes. Like, I don't want him to be like that. It's like, bro, like, please develop a three. For the love of God. You know, like, do you? Like, if you can do it, like, if your athleticism, like, here's the thing, like, it's not like he can't. Yeah, exactly. It's just he's not like, he's not like, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, we saw Steph Curry and all of a sudden we think everybody needs to be a, a three-point shooter. <laughs> I feel like, that, bro, like, these guys are making, like, that three-point shot of his is what's getting him championship rings. It's elevating him above a lot he of is, other players. He is the best three-point shooter of all time. Like to expect yeah. that other players is ridiculous. I know. I, I understand that, but it's like he can also drive and make layups just as easily as any of those other superstars. Uh, he's not yeah. okay. The Steph Curry is not flying high and like getting to those like getting I'm those passes. Even, even defensively, high. even defensively. <laughs> Is not doing some of the things that John Moran is doing. Yeah, so no, I'm not that, but it's just like it's just some of those extra like things, you know, in your game that could literally change you, like completely. So it's like I, I that's the only thing I wanted to develop on. No, this is that's that's fair, but like at the same time, it's like I don't know right now at his career, like when his he's that like, I mean, maybe he's not even at his peak yet, which is actually terrifying to think about. But no. his athletic peak, has his athletic peak. Like, 
developing a shot like a lot of players didn't really develop a shot until like you know midway through their career and shit like that too so like i don't think he's there right now where he needs to do this and he needs to do that what he's doing right now is working if he continues developing his game that'll come but like guys like Giannis, do we need him to shoot threes if he did you know how much scarier he would be that's like what about him right now isn't scary. The niggas getting like forty seven points, twenty fucking rebounds. Like what do you like? What like what else? It's still amazing, but I'm just saying, like you know, like that aspect of the game elevates you just one step further. You know, it's like shit. But, but, but like, what do you like? Here's the thing: like when it comes to like best players in the league right now, it's like Steph and Giannis, right? And then like close, like really close after him is like guys like Luca, Jokic, um, you know, John Morant, guys like that or whatever. But it's like those two, those two have it right now, and like Giannis, like like what, what, like he's not gonna be Steph Curry in threes, and Steph Curry is not gonna be Giannis. You know what I mean? So like, what you're expect, like I, I don't expect Steph Curry level shooting, or like even, even like I don't know, like just like you know, just like a like um like a low forties from Giannis right now from the three, because like why? Who cares? Like what you're, you're like he's not gonna get to the fucking rim if he can't shoot threes. That's that's not an issue right now. He's still gonna get to the rim, but it's like yo, like like I said, Steph Curry can get to the rim just as easily or better because he has better handles than Giannis can. And then on top of that, yeah, you can but shoot. He's not, but he's not Giannis in the paint. He's not. He's not. He's not gonna Giannis. get baskets as easily as Giannis can in the paint. He's not, or like through the rim for that matter. Without a without a doubt, but he has one of the best handles in the NBA. So him getting to the rim is not a, like it's not that hard. Okay, who's stopping Giannis getting to the rim? And that is my that's my next thing. Like, yeah, 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 for sure. He's for gonna sure. Get I'm agreeing with that. I'm, I'm, I 110 agree with that. It's just what elevates Steph and separates him is that he has that option and he also has a three point option. That's what makes him very scary. Giannis yeah, has an option to go in, drive in, whatever. There's so many other players I can mention that can drive in just as easily as him. Dude. It's what separates you is you Dude. being able. To, I'm saying there's players, name these players, name these players: John Morant, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, we Joel Embiid. We are talking Joel about Joel Embiid plays in the paint, and what what we're talking about with Giannis. Giannis is a seven footer who who plays like not plays like a guard, but can handle the bar close to like a, a shooting guard, small forward or whatever. Like we did, who, who's stopping the seven footer? Who's like who's they? These the shit now too. Yeah, Kevin Grant's okay. also seven foot. He gets into the the, the, to the oh, lane like whenever he wants. Oh, um, nice. so to Jordan. me personally, Giannis has like not he hasn't like Kevin Durant right now. His only advantage over Giannis is possibly like just possibly his shooting, but nothing else. Like you want to talk about getting to the rim? Giannis is like like miles above a lot of other people. Who in the league can stop Giannis when he wants to get to the rim? Name a yeah, player. That's, that's a lot of other. There's, there's other players that's hard to stop them to get to the rim. But LeBron James, Joel Embiid, like those guys are like, like literally borderline unstoppable, and they're like seven foot tall too. And I completely disagree with that. Like there's, there's this. There's, I don't. I'm not putting a lot of people in the same breath with Steph Curry and Giannis Antetokounmpo right now. So like I said, there's a lot of players who could do that. There's a lot of players who could shoot threes. They're just not as good as Steph Curry. There's a lot of players who could drive to the rim, this and that, yada, yada. They're just not as good as Giannis when it comes it's to that having, shit. Having, the, having the complete package that elevates you to the next step. And no, like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, like, listen, I don't I don't know who has the complete package outside of LeBron James. That's why, like, when you say that shit, it's just like, That's there's... Fine, there's, there's, there's too. 
Because, like, Steph Curry, there's flaws in his game, too. But what eclipses most of those flaws is the fact that he can shoot threes better than anybody else we've ever seen. Yeah. Like, the thing about Giannis that, like, hides his flaws is that he does everything, literally everything else on the floor except shoot, like, shoot, like, you know, shoot well. Yeah. But he, it's not like he's a terrible shooter. He can still shoot. He's just not doing KD shit, like, from the three or this and that, yada, yada. But he, he's, he's, like, if he needs to hit a three, he can hit a three. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's not like he's like garbage at the three. It's just he's not a, he's not like we're not talking about him as if he's a three point shooter, which is fine. Mediocre, right? like a little below mediocre. Which is fine because he's not mediocre anywhere else in his game. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's what like makes him amazing. Like he has everything else over his game is amazing. Like, all I'm saying is just like what like like him and Steph right now. Like there's not much you can really say when you want to talk about complete package. That's a guy like LeBron James, but like. Even being a complete package right now, we're not talking. He's he's like he's still too, like he like most of his career he's been the number one guy. Now like towards the end of it, like there's people who've been passing him, right? And that's just how that goes. Like it's not it has nothing to do with him, but it's you know we're not gonna see a guy like LeBron enough, like you know maybe ever. You know what I mean? But like we're gonna see different versions of greatness, and like the like what we're seeing from Steph Curry and what we're seeing from Giannis. We've never seen. That's you know what I mean? So I'm just saying, like, I'm not like being like, yo, if if he has a three, he's gonna be a complete player. Like, fine, yeah, maybe. But it doesn't it change helps. how great he is because there's nobody fucking close. And then like and Steph Curry is great in his own right and is like, you know, most likely the best player in the league right now. When he's healthy. Yeah. So it's just, you know. Just helps. I, I wanna see I wanna see those like great players just elevate and like get to that point in their career so I, I remember i was talking to someone the other day like i don't know who it was and i was like watching a game and they're like you know like they're mentioning i don't know what player it was and like yo i don't know how you this guy's been in the league for so long or this guy's been in the league for so long and their game doesn't elevate and it's like there are there are a lot of players where you see their game elevates it's like yo they've developed a three they can drive. Their mid range is amazing. Their free throw percentage went up. Like you know, everything elevated. But there's some players that just like stay the same. It's like, all right, I'm amazing, but like, I can't get this one elevated thing. And you've been in the NBA for years. Like, I, I don't, don't think that shit. I don't think that's an argument you can say for either Steph or Giannis or even like guys like John Moran or like Luke and stuff like that too. Because every like you got to look at them when they first came into the league and where they're at now. Like you know what I mean. Like Giannis doesn't even look like the same motherfucker when he came into the league. Steph Curry yeah, was right. definitely it's not. This. It's it's not. It's not even him speaking specifically. I'm just saying other players in general. It's like fuck. Like I want to see them get to that point. Some of them never do. They just stay like at that spot. And that's what separates the greats from like the guys who are good. Like you know what I mean. So it's like, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying too. Like there, there's some there's some uh, like you know younger players that I would not like to see fall into that category that you're talking about right now. But it doesn't look like it. Like it looks like, like you know, a lot of the guys who are like superstars or stars right now in the younger class have improved every year. You know what I mean? Whether it be adding to their game or improving a part of the game that they're already good at, and they're so young. Like a lot of these guys are so young right now. Where it's just like we're we're how they play now is close to unstoppable. Like when they start hitting their primes and shit like that, like we might be we we we're gonna be talking about these guys. Like there's so many of them right now. So, like, when they start creating separation, like, you know what I mean? That's actually going to be probably, like, the next 
four years in the NBA is going to be really interesting to watch. Like, seeing if we're still saying the same names. Like, you know what I mean? So, true. That is very true. And you know, you know what the you know the the biggest factor with all this? Mm. What? Uh, Damian Lillard will not win a championship in that time. But that's you know. <laughs> right, thank you guys for listening to the first part of the Jurassic Pod. Okay. This is the weekly wrap up. Um, you know, I don't, I don't I don't really have much more to say about it. Wanna, like, did you, wait, did you just call us out? No, no, no. I'm messing around, but yeah, no, for real though. Thank you. Thank you all for tuning in. Been real. You wrap up. Jurassic Pod. It's your boy, Ja. It's your boy, Eddie. Peace. Easy.